Hello, I'm Nick. I know that because I've got a label on me now. And this is Talking at a Slot, which has also got a label on it, which says, Podcast about toy cars. Hello, I'm Scott. My label fell off. <laughs> or, or perhaps I've been mislabeled. Anyway, it's the start of the year, uh, so that means January sale bargains. Guess who got one? Me, no. me, me. Um, and also anticipation for range launches uh, and the year ahead in general. Um, I don't think we're going to be making any resolutions. Are we making any resolutions? No. No. I'm no. not making any resolutions, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, it's all that kind of you know, new year. I'll start fresh. All the counters go to zero. Slot cars bought this year is actually already at two. <laughs> but that's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's good work. Shall I shall I expand on that one? Um, yeah. So the the nature of this was I was trawling the slot internet as you do, and looked on Pendle's site, and they had a couple of a set Janetta uh, LMP cars, which I've got a kind of love hate relationship. I don't really like the real car because it was a bit of a joke, and and the liveries and stuff on the real cars have been not good and the slot cars have not been good. However, the liveries on these caught my attention because they were of a very famous high street retailer. And I looked at this and I thought, oh, I must go and check. That looks like it's from a set. And sure enough, it was a Christmas special for this retailer. It's not the BBC. It, you can say who it is. It's not. It's John Lewis and Waitrose, <laughs> which I think are the most unlikely slot car sponsors ever. So, um, but the great thing was, uh, and this is sort of you know, consumer advice, really. Pendle had just the cars for seventy quid plus postage. If you go on to John Lewis's own website, you can get the whole set for sixty-five quid, and delivery's free. So, bargain if you want some sport track. As, as fantasy liveries go, it's um, slightly bizarre. Um, what are the details I, of the said cars? It's got I'm like try. fruit and veg I'm section, I'm... Uh, high fashion. I'm going to try and hold up a very large box in front of a very small camera. Um, and the lights are going to show. So I'll put pictures up. But the cars are green. Right. And one of them, one of them is a, I'd say it's a homage oh. to the, the not terribly successful um, van wall from last year in the World oh. Juniors Championship. And as much as it's dark green with some highlights, yeah. and, and it's in a sort of satin finish. It's very lovely. And the other one is slightly lighter green. What um, are the driver names? Is it like Hinge and Bracket? Or you no, know, Penelope like, Keith and Sandy Toxvic? Because I see them no, in our Waitrose. It's G. Lewis. And one of the, the on the Waitrose car, it's <laughs> some, something weight and somebody rose. So there's a, there's like a degree of wit going on to this, which I quite like. Anyway, I, I mean, um, the, the, the more interesting background to this, and I think I, I told you this at the time, I, the Scale Auto Mitsubishi Rally car, which much uh, anticipated, yeah. uh, and the liveried versions are finally available. Yep. The Mackinac car is already sold out, as far as I can see, on the Spanish site. And so the Burns car was still available, but thought it's going to go quickly. So I put it in the basket. Dithered thought about it, took it out of the basket. Put it in the basket, dithered thought about it. <laughs> this, is, this is going to be 80 quid delivered. And I'm sort of yep. dithering about, yeah, three times I did that and took it out and felt very good about myself. You know, I, I resisted. <laughs> I had resisted. Literally minutes later, I've discovered this Waitrose set for 65 quid. Bye! Bye! <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, scale auto's loss uh, was John Lewis's gain. So that was that was okay. right. So I I have already uh, had the box open. There's going to be a Spanish cal- person sitting there scratching his head, going, "Really? You chose really? that? What's, what's the equivalent? Is there a Spanish um, chain store that would be the equivalent? There must be, but I can't. Yeah, can't think of it. But it prompted, and we were we have to be slightly careful how we. But it, Previously, we have just what other unlikely retail outlets would have twin-set <laughs> sponsored cars. Um, I, I think you very humorously had said you were you were looking forward to the Kath Kidson set. Yes, absolutely. I think that <laughs> which would be obviously nice it's a pair, lovely pastel colours and you know that sort of thing. I think they'd be quite nice. Um, I don't know what other ones could make well, what retailers you'd least like least likely to find slot cars in. Yeah, quite. I mean, there's so few. <laughs> if it's a Surrey-based one, it's going to be an estate agent or a charity shop because there's nothing else left. I suppose you could have an Audi, an Aldi, and a Lidl one, so they could have a you know fraternal battle. Popular at Christmas. Popular at Christmas, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, you know, wear the, wear the Christmas jumper, race the Skeletrics cars. Quite good. <laughs> I think I'm surprised because the um, both of those stores. Do uh, runs with Airfix with specially boxed models at astonishingly low prices. So it's the right. same model you can buy normally, but it's slightly different packaging, and they flog them for not quite half the price, but nearly half the price that you would pay into model shop. So if they ever did get into doing slot car sets, great. I should say that that what I paid for that slot, the John Lewis set was half the retail. So anybody who got one for Christmas from their uncle or auntie. Uh, they paid more than that. And I suspect, as we get to Swindon Swap Meet at the weekend, how many um, John Waitrose sets will be piled high at, <laughs> at, at a markup on 65 quid. The other thing that I noticed in January sales was, though, I can't even remember where I saw it, the blue Reliant Regal, is it? Getting oh, yeah, right 20 around. quid for that now, isn't it? 20 quid some places. But still, thirty nine quid some other places, yeah. Uh, and and you discovered the blues mobile for an astonishing. I got it for twenty six quid. Has it arrived yet? It should be today. It might even Ooh. happen whilst we're recording. There could be That's an unboxing. Cool. Everyone, a live door answering. Ratings would That's... go through the roof. <laughs> So this it's January sale time. Get out there and grab those bargains. That's the moral of that story. So if you, so I'm two cars up. What about you? Does the yeah? So the Bluesmobile doesn't count because it was before the first of January, I think, and also it was Christmas money from my mother. Um, so I think those are technicalities. I think you're getting your... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I think you call it one. Yeah, you're one. Yeah, so, I'm at one, the... and staying that way. <laughs> Until I get a job, um, okay. I've got parts that need to be bought. So that's sort of my mission at Swindon is to turn the cars that I'm definitely not going to use into slot car parts to make <laughs> my cars move, let alone quickly, in competition. Um, so, yeah, that's – but, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really – oh, the, the yeah, sorry. So we've now got the last of the 2023 releases have come out or – are coming out um so there is a lerb puma that should be coming whether it's pink or whether it's purple and whether it should be one or the other is um still a question in my mind and many other people's i believe i i have to be 
just from pictures only, I don't think it's pink. I think I don't think it's necessarily the right colour, but I don't think it's pink. So no, no. Well, somebody who knows the cars very well addressed the situation, having held one and went, "It's a different colour and it's not right," um, and they should know. <laughs> does, does um, this person happen to work for M Sport by any chance? <laughs> they don't work for M Sport, but they work with M Sport quite a lot. Okay. Um, so yeah, they, he sort of went. No, if you look at the sample that was out in the summer, and then look at what is hitting the shops this week, it's a little bit different. Um, I can probably live with it. Looking at the pictures, um, I didn't have a major issue with the Bastos Camaro. I have to say. Um, it's the quickest car I've got for running in muscle cars, and that's all I really care about. Um, so yeah, happy days uh, on that front. We'll we'll see. The Jaguars have finally made it, the Mark One, Mark Two, and a lot of happy people, a lot of nitty picking, flush <laughs> nitty windows. <laughs> Flush windows were not a thing in 1958. Um, yeah, it's. But how, um, but how, I mean, 132nd of. How, I mean, how unflush were the windows? They were only about. They were definitely recessed. The, the okay. pillars were pillars and they weren't smooth to the touch. Um, so I'm still glad that I've got my PCS kit one resin. Right. Um, and it's. Still not completely morsed, actually. I still haven't got the number plate decals printed off. Um, and somewhere I've got a little photo-etched leaper for the bonnet. Can I find it? No. Which is what? one of the reasons why I've been labelling things, Scott. <clears throat> <laughs> that sounds dangerously like filing, if you ask me. It is very much like filing, but of less boring stuff. So I've, um, I've obtained, well, I've been given donated by um, a Lawrence who had some spare ones, some little boxes. And look, I've got labelled on here exactly uh. what's in each compartment. Um, so I feel like almost like a proper engineer um, because all this stuff has been around what I like to call the office because it gives me slightly more self-esteem, um, otherwise known as the spare bedroom. And um, yeah, um, now it's starting to look, a bit more like a spare bedroom again, rather than a spare place where I'm, I'm banned the Hoover because I know that I dropped a screw last week. Um, I found all the <laughs> screws. I've put them in compartments and they're all labeled. So, um, yeah, Fabulous. life so, is taking on some order in 2024. There's a resolution. I, I, yeah, yeah. It's only January the 5th. Don't worry. That won't last. What, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you find yourself struggling uh, yeah. with if anything to fail, Please feel to come over and do because I've got bags of tires that need to be finding. Yeah, um, I've just just thrown them all into a box and labelled the box tires. That's that. Tires, yeah, well, that's kind of Done. what I did. <clears throat> but you'll be uh, buying things from Spain and parts. I have been buying parts uh, from Spain for rally cars, but not quite what you. I'm going to hold up to the camera to tiny, tiny um, plastic bags. Um, which contain little tiny, tiny pieces of plastic, which are, in fact, replacement door mirrors for Sierras and Peugeot 30, um What's it? What's the one you like? Theo... Seven. Sevens. What is this? 309. That would be very old, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, these arrived. And um, it's obviously not been applied yet. But I was very impressed with the actual 
branding on the branding on the packet says Mini Racing Studios. I just bought them on eBay, but uh, so yeah, not quite the same as yeah, I'm just trying to yeah. put wing mirrors back because it's I hate it. It's sort of not too bad when you lose both wing mirrors, but it's when it's only got one. Somehow or other, that just does that's, that annoys me. That does. Um, leaping back to things which are pink. Yeah, finally, Fab finally one. arrived. Fab, Fab one's, one's fa- arrived. How's it go? How? What? What's it look like? How, its windows flush. Nobody cares. <laughs> See, that's car. <laughs> as long they've as it's a, pink, they've got a free pass. As long as it's pink and got six wheels, roughly in the right spot. I've had a couple of queries from people going, "Well, I'm not sure that the uh, angle of the uh, windscreen's quite right." Really. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just in this vision of somebody with a freeze freeze frame on their VHS trying to get a protractor. Up going, What's the angle of the screen on the car? Um, oh dear! Yeah. It's if Thunderbirds is your thing, and fortunately, I'm a bit too young for Thunderbirds. It was on some stuff. I watched a bit of Joe Ninety every Saturday, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that was my nickname at the BTCC. Alan Gow went at Joe Nardi. Um, <laughs> so be yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, it was. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's there, it's out, and so too is the Wally Jeans Porsche 911 three liter RSR. Now, um, this it's a beautiful to thing. You have developed something of an affection for the Skeletrics 911 RSR, haven't you? But I always had one because the old seventies, what was it, C one two four? The oh, don't you start quoting numbers at me, black yeah? Got to do that. One two four, one two five. You know, could get a javelin. <laughs> Don't know if you gave the serial number. Oh, I want to see one two four. Oh, well, not that. No. Um, but the Porsche was the first car I bought individually, or was bought individually. Um, it was the one that I wanted for the first available birthday after I got my set. So I had two cars in the set, and then the first car that I wanted, more than anything, was a Martini Porsche. Mm-hmm. And it's been much maligned over the years, and obviously they sold it as a 935, a 911, a 911 Turbo, and whatever else. It's just an RSR, and actually quite a nice model of one. Um, and it was my favourite car to drive, so I spent all my time, even though I bought other cars, one a year, um, as a child. It <laughs> was a year. Imagine, imagine that. Children <laughs> today... See, children, yeah. See, slot car fans today wouldn't believe that. One car a year. I know. Anyway, There's helplines for that sort of stuff these days. <laughs> and um, <laughs> my dad would drive me to the toy shop smoking as he went. Um, no seatbelts to be seen. Actually, no, dad was quite a stickler for seatbelts, but he was also quite happy to smoke away on our way to Beatty's to pick up my annual slot car. And, um, yeah, it was... Um, just a wonderful thing and it still is and i still love my old school rsrs looked at the new one thought yeah that's all right i've seen some quibbles i've seen little uh, uh critiques made which are not necessarily rosy but i've also seen a lot of people saying oh this is really good it goes well and it goes well without the magnet in it um now i've got one i've got the golf one um and it's now red because it's going to be one of my slot rally GB entries for 2024, running in the standard scale electric class. So, um, or yeah, whatever I've side. Had, I've just had a thought. I, I dominoes were falling as you were speaking, which was to say, because 
I was going to say you turn everything into a slot rally car, and then I thought, if you got a Fab One, would you turn that into a rally car? And would it qualify because it's got two people in it? Because there's Lady Penelope <laughs> sitting in the. There's Lady well, Penelope. That, count no, look, here's John Lennon's Mini, <laughs> which I've turned oh, wow. from a rally car into John Lennon's Mini. So, uh-huh. a, rear, a rear reversal of exactly. that. Exactly. It's got two yeah. people in it. It's got Magic Alex. It's got John Lennon. Um, but, um, yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Well, back to the 911. <laughs> yes. So they are very good things. Let's say it's a continuation of a theme 50 years on or whatever. Scale has got another good RSR. Um, and I did obviously, um, regular listener might remember that I got into a habit of doing Subarus because I thought that the Subarus would be quite a good car. Um, I was not entirely wrong, but also they're not great. So... Um, I'm going to give the Porsche a try. Also, it's, yeah, it's just nice. So there was a 911 three-liter RSR which took part in the European Historic Rally Championship last year. He came second in category two for cars 1970 to 75, beaten by a Ford Escort. So um, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or well, Paolo, who drove it, owns it. He's got three of them for <laughs> set up for different surfaces. Um, so he used to rally Porsche 911s in the late seventies, early eighties, and he's still doing it. And, um, so yeah, I've made up the decals to <laughs> just, just like us, really. we car. played with, we played with slot cars in the late seventies and we still, exactly. no, it's yeah. no different. Yep. Um, so yeah, he's having fun with that and hopefully I'll have some fun with it too. Um, and okay. so the only real question is where have all the caliber Sierra's gone? Because looking at the 2023 releases, looking at the ones that I wanted from the range announcement, the Calibre Sierra was high up there because I have a number of Sierras and the Calibre one is a favourite and I've got the Steve Soper Texaco one so could recreate the marvellous battle on the Brands Hatch Grand Prix circuit. Mm-hmm. Um, they've all gone. Or they've all gone to people who are now demanding 90 quid for them on eBay. Um which is just upsetting. Stop it, please. I just want Caliber Sierra for reasonable money. Uh, it's not well, a lot to well, ask. You it's said, not a lot to ask. You, the last time you were saying something like this was about Danny Sordo Hyundai's, and you managed to find one of those. So you know, don't give up hope. That's I'm not I'm giving up hope. It's just annoying. But I, I mean, I can't afford to buy one anyway at the moment, so that's life. I'll sell some stuff, and I will buy parts with it. Um, but a whole business of buying and selling stuff has taken a bit of a turn, hasn't it, this week, um, with the fact that data is going to be sent to Big Brother so that uh, we can potentially be taxed if we sell, I don't know, 20 Scottic cars from our collections Well, in the, the course of well, 12 months. Yeah, the, I, as I understand it, the rule hasn't changed, so they've not introduced a new tax. It's just that they're going to make it easier to enforce it. Um, and crudely speaking, is if you make more than a thousand pounds trading on places like eBay, uh, then you have to pay tax on it. Um, but the definition of what's a trader is a little bit. Well, I think it's there's a sort of element of common sense involved. So, uh, I mean, a good explanation I heard was if you buy 20 cars last week and you list them on eBay this week and you sell them, you're probably a trader. Uh, if you're selling some of the cars you bought 20 years ago, then you're not a trader. 
um, which is the category I would fall into. But uh, yeah, I get there's a there's a little bit of a flutter of excitement going across the the internet waves about the whole thing. Um, I like the one which said, "Well, if I bought a Porsche forty years ago and sold it now at fifty grand profit, it would not interest anyone in the slightest. Whereas if I sell twenty slotteds, I now have to answer to the authorities." Yeah. <laughs> but that seems well. Yeah, I've done that. That seems fair. I'm not. I'm not sure about VAT. Is not eligible on second-hand cars, is it? I don't think. Not if you're selling. Not if you buy private transaction. Mm, so, yeah, weird. Anyway, anyway, we don't. We don't give. Listen, don't listen to us for slot car advice. Certainly, don't listen to us for tax advice. <laughs> <laughs> this or any arg- financial advice whatsoever. Because <laughs> yeah, we just say, is- oh, <laughs> is how many slots is that? <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, yeah, don't listen to us for advice. Um, <laughs> you're, you're completely throwing me now. Um, I was, it was something you said was going to was had peaked, man. I can't think what it was. Don't now. tell what me I said something said? interesting, please. No, no, you did. You did. You definitely said something interesting. But anyway, it'll come to. Me. I'm old. I forget things. Um, one thing I haven't forgotten uh, because it sparked one of my fondest memories, which was. Uh, this week, I went and played Toy Cars with my friend David. Uh, he's got a lovely big track, and we just spent the afternoon. And he's recently discovered the joys of Cartrix 50s Grand Prix cars. Uh, and he's sold some of his collection to buy some of uh, some of those, because they're not cheap, sadly, these days. Uh, unfortunately, I bought a lot of them at the time. So I took mine over there and we had... And we didn't do racing as such, but we just were doing, fell into the sort of doing lap after lap after lap, but just the two of us kind of tailing each other and sliding around the corners. And it was just fun. It was just joy them watching these cars drift about. We were going quickly and, you know, quickly enough that occasionally came off, but we weren't racing. And I was just great. And I thought, this, if I could capture this somehow or other, this is what I mean we want to do. It was having fun playing with toy cars. Yes, That's what it's all about. Yeah, um, because I've got I, I do have a theory, completely unscientific, that there's a you know, there's a whole bunch of people who buy cars to go racing, and that's what they do, and they buy lots of parts, and you know they end up going to a slot rally with a Porsche that isn't really a rally car with lots of bits and all that sort of stuff. Um, and that's fine. That's what they do. That's their hobby. I'm not. This is not a dig at you for doing that, but you, you know, there's a, the, anything. Well, the, any of the clubs, there's always somebody who's the old days, it would buy, they'd buy 10 cars to find the best axles, wouldn't it? These days, you can just buy the spare parts. I've always been on the, oh, I like these, and I just want to play with them. And it's more fun to play with them with someone else than it is to play with them. So when you go to a club environment, everybody's terribly competitive. You need to you finish know. that sentence. You need to get play with yourself into the show. <laughs> There's a lot of solo play. There's a lot of pleasure to be had. <laughs> From solo play. Oh, that uh, hole's just getting deeper now. There's a, I think there's a lot of men in sheds and lofts playing with themselves, <laughs> and it's all fine. Don't be ashamed. Um, uh, hello, I'm Scott. I'm 61, and I play with toy <laughs> and I play with toy cars. But no, but, but, uh, unintended uh, double entendres aside. So, I, but I often think with, that they don't get, they don't hear that. So I think there's a whole bunch of people who are either into this or would like to get into this. But think, well, I'm not into collecting them, and I'm not really into racing them. I just want to have some, and I want to play with them, you know. So hence the 
having fun playing with toy cars. So yeah. that was great. And the fact, when I tell you that we, we started at about two o'clock in the afternoon, and then only when it got, and it gets dark early, so we didn't really, that didn't mean much. But I, I finally left at half past eight. Um, now, we hadn't been playing with toy cars the entire time, but we did enough laps that we made the tyres hot and bobbly just going round the <laughs> polycar track. And these were just standard uh, car tricks cars. But lovely. I mean, and, uh, it reminded me of those models. So they've got, they're not accurate. You know, going back to the criticisms we level at our friends from Margate. Um, those oh, some of them cars, are foul. So yeah, that DRMP25 is, is like, it was studied right, from a great distance. Yeah, they're not necessarily the right shape. The tyres are too wide, blah, 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 blah. But there's, there's a charm to them. The finish of them, they look good. There's a charm to them. And having almost delivered a compliment to Skeletrix, I'm going to take it away straight away. Because we then got out the Hornby equivalents, so the Maserati, the Van Wall, yeah. um, from, what, 20 years ago, 15 years ago? That it's kind knocking of, on 20 years, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely beautiful, lovely models, I think. Very accurate. The detail on the brake drums, which you can't really see, is beautiful. It's all there. The mould for the driver. You know, Fanjo has got a slight tilt to his head and a slight... You, know, you, you can go, That's I can tell that's Fanjo, I think. And a sort of depressing thought was... Could Skeletrix do those today? You know, would they want to? I don't mean necessarily the type, but that, that level of detail and finesse, maybe it's too expensive. Maybe that's the, the fact. But, I, don't, but I, I kind of felt Skeletrix could knock it out of the park if they did this level of detail. And I compared it to... I remember the griping, though, at the time, because they were some of the first cars to have the round guide blade, and everyone was like, couldn't you have just held off the round guide blade until... You got these beautiful things out because you've got that bulge under the nose. It's like you can't really see it. That's because um, yeah, I don't even notice that. Even I would, I would, uh, yeah, you're right. I remember. I remember it being. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. they're lovely things. We raced them at the club. Um, I've managed somehow to convince a van wall to keep up with the Maseratis because it is a bit top heavy when you take the magnet out. So it's full of um, putty in the bottom. <laughs> um, and now that, yeah, I mean, they are lovely, lovely things. Can they do? Yeah, I think they can to an extent do those sorts of models, I think. Um, I'd like to think so. I just don't, I just don't think we're seeing it. Now, now it may be, that is, as I say, it may be to do that level of, I'm going to call it finesse because I think that's the right word. So it's not just detail. That level of finesse is too expensive. You know, they would end up being twice the price or whatever. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe there's not enough people who care. They just want, you know, car that looks like... That was back in the days when there were sport versions with sport-wrapped engines, which allegedly had more RPMs and never did. Not not just so-called limited editions, which were limited to 6,000 units. (laughs) They would be... I mean, again, not to give away any confidences, but, you know, know, some of the runs of cars are down... Just over a thousand these days, yeah. aren't we? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the market has clearly changed dramatically. But, well, maybe we'll, we'll find out when we go to Swindon. We'll we'll track down somebody from the. I said, don't know if anybody from the manufacturers will be there. Poor Simon, he gets stalked <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to try and give a bit. We'll find anyway, so that was I, the the the, up, the upshot of all of that was that my slot car mojo, not that it was in any way lacking. 
was definitely well topped up by having several hours just doing lap after lap with some not terribly accurate, not terribly quick, but lovely to play with toy cars. David's been an enormous help with his track, and particularly his Ninko one, who's he's clearly replaced with Polycar now. But um, he kept such a good record of his performance with cars um, that he was like, oh, I need a car for this class. Which one would you recommend? Because um, he's just kept all the data and kept updating it. So... Um, he does have a lot of he has a lot of data. <laughs> it's quite impressive. <coughs> or quite worrying depending on how you look at it. Yeah, fair enough. But um, I can barely, I can barely remember where I've put the car, never mind what tires it's on, what motor was in it and how fast it goes. Well, if you he's probably I don't know if he's on any other forums, but um he's on slot forum and going back through his posts is very informative if you're looking to choose something for a, a class, particularly as we run on Ninko track. Um, so thank you, David, for all your help <laughs> over the years. <laughs> um, look, I'm looking down to the things we talked about driving. I was trying to think about what we're talking about, and I think yeah. we've, we've done an amazing job of rattling through it all. But, yeah. um, one thing you possibly too modest to talk about, maybe not, I don't know, but you've been commissioned to write about slot car people for Motorsport Magazine. I have. Yes. So um, they asked me uh, Novemberish, I think. Well, it's Demo actually. Who's um, I don't know what he is these days. Features Ed possibly. Um, would I be interested? He and I are mates twenty five six years. Um, he was a cub reporter at Autosport, covering I think Formula Vauxhall Junior when I was British Touring Car Championship press officer. Um, he did end up wearing. Um, another press officer's purple underpants on his head when he got a little bit too inebriated um, after Alton Park once. And um, (laughs) there's the quote for the beginning of the show. (laughs) (laughs) That sort of a thing happened. You know, fire extinguishers occasionally went off in in the hotel at Brands Hatch, that sort of a thing. Um, Formula Ford drivers primarily, can't trust them, Um, because they're all 12. Anyway... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, sir. mentally certainly if not physically yeah. staying in a hotel with, with motorsport journalists who drink too much and, and stuff happens 12 um, year olds and, and drunk journalists yeah it's no good um, so yeah uh, Damo said could I write a piece about why I love slot cars and how we race at the club which is what I did and I got the guys at the club to say a few things and it was all nice anyway the editor has wasn't consulted about this at all. Demo just asked me, and the editor's come back and said, "Yeah, can you ditch all the stuff about why you're interested in it and just talk to more people, and we'll we'll run it." So um, I've been tapping people up the last week or so, um, and yeah, I mean, there's no fee involved. It's just to talk about the hobby, really, and to put it out there in one of the nicer magazines in the world. Um, so we've got Jason Fong is going to come and take pictures. Now I love Jason. He's my favorite motorsport photographer. Um, and he does a lot of stuff for all the, the glossies. So he's going to come and take some pictures, which means I've really got to work on the fit and finish of some of my cars. Um, <laughs> and yeah, at the end of this month, we're going to have a bit of a get together at our club. It's a regular night, but we'll do some odds and sods and Jason will be around taking snaps. 
um, and there will be a piece resulting. But um, a few people from the slot car world will be featuring in the feature. Okay, as long as you work on a big plug for talking out of slot, that's got to be. Well, I'm interviewing you shortly, so um, <laughs> oh, if you don't talk about talking out of slot, <laughs> I don't know what else you're going to talk about other than John Lewis bloody fantasy John Lewis, deliveries. John. Well, you know, <laughs> and you won't be surprised. I mean, having said you, I don't bother racing. Having taken the magnets out of them, I yeah. thought, wouldn't it be fun to <clears> find <throat> out which one's fastest? <laughs> so. A completely we need arbitrary. Ricardo one as well, and, and, a, and a Sainsbury's <laughs> delivery. <laughs> so, uh, there's a, if if we made proper YouTube videos, that would be a good one. We? You, you, we could buy up a whole load of cheap Janettas. You could relivery them as as high street retailers, and we could present, you know, consumer advice through the through the prism of slot car lap times and. <laughs> See which one would be the fastest. Um, anyway, the upshot of my trying to establish which one was fastest between two effectively random cars um, was I pulled the, the same lap time from both of them eventually. So, oh. which says the consistency of manufacturer is pretty good, I guess. Yeah. So it was a uh, it was up good. I tell you fun. what, I, you, you've just taken me. My my mind has just spun off. Deliveroo. Was I being, bo- was I being bored? Right. The, 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 the concept of um, MotoGP bikes should be revived for mopeds <laughs> with boxes on the back. And it could be, you know, Domino's, Deliveroo. Yeah, there's a set for you right there. Lots of hidden obstacles yep. like pedestrians. Well, maybe that's because I know they're not, the range announcements which are coming up and we're all looking forward to on January the 9th. For January the 9th. So a mere four days away. But um, they're not going to, they've said already, they're not going to announce everything because uh, they're fed up with us going, oh, that thing's only finally arrived. Uh, like Fab One. <laughs> <laughs> so they're only going to talk about what they're going to launch in the next immediate few months, I think, which leaves way for a kind of springtime announcement, you know, somewhere around about April the 1st, say. So if you wanted to announce a kind of you know, moped delivery set, where it was perfect. There they are, Simon. Nobody listens to this show, so you could do that, and it'll be a big <laughs> surprise. But, uh, but yeah, that's definitely. In fact, you've got me. You've got. Do you ever? Do you ever watch the the Hot Wheels racing series on YouTube? The three D bot maker. No, but there is a guy uh, you... on. Uh, he's got a NASCAR thing, and he gets the 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 Hot Wheels NASCARs um, and. He tries to decipher who's going to win the next weekend's race. Oh, well, this is well, 3D bot maker. I don't know why they're called that and why they, but they make these wonderful, elaborate, they build these huge tracks with scenery and everything and people. And they take and they have heats of four cars and they do four races and they would score points and then they all move for these go on for. I mean, there's like people sending cars from all over the world and they do a commentary over the top, which is fantastic. So 3D bot maker, Hot Wheels, YouTube, you'll find them. They do they do racing and they do rally ones, but same same track, just different cars. Anyway, I think that's we should do the talking out of slot um retail delivery <laughs> challenge. <laughs> well the then, there's, could, the, then there's good use for the vans. Well, the reliant vans, which are clearly not selling very well, because <laughs> they're getting flushed out at twenty quid. Relivering reliant vans. As a 
sort of it's a knockout for shops. Yeah. It's the way forward. What decal makers all over the land are currently scanning, <laughs> <laughs> scanning and representing. We, we, but we could have a you know a transit van race, which would probably be the most expensive uh, slot racing category ever devised. Mm. Um, what are they two hundred fifty quid even, each or something? It might even get on the entry list at Goodwood. <laughs> transit van. Well, actually, a racing Velosaurs. I don't know how much an individual Velosaur car costs. Yeah, but I think it's. I think it's more than that. Yeah, it's more than my actual car. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because it's probably true. Not as it, a disparity to your car, but those those cars are so. You can expensive. buy a 2005 Mini Cooper for less money than a Velosaur. <laughs> it's true. Flog the mini, mate. It's worth it. I mean, buses aren't that bad. Flog the mini and get a bill. No, no. You know you in want fact, to. I'm in the market for more minis in one thirty seconds ago because my John Lennon and Beatles collection. Uh-huh. Um, so I've got one of the Diamond Edition sets of not Italian job minis that came out a couple of years ago to do the other three minis with. The Lennon one having been a pink one with flowers on, which will cause heartache to collectors that I've painted it black. And it's not even the Rolling Stones, it's the Beatles. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've got a Diamond Edition set, which is going to become Beatles related. But then, oh, it's so nearly the Italian job set, and the Italian job sets are so expensive. And the Platinum Edition, is it they called it? Um, it's only slightly off. It has only got one figure in each car as opposed to two. And the blue mini is not uh, BMC Island blue. It's just a odd sort of royal blue. Um, but the other two cars are the correct colours. So I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I had an Italian job set. I sold it when I was skint um, or wanted to buy different slot cars. And I really wish I hadn't. So yeah, maybe maybe I can just paint a blue one because I have been looking at Italian job minis lately and they did that set didn't they in fact it was probably in John Lewis and Waitrose with a red and a blue one um, in a box with a standard figure of eight track and the cars from that set are now going for 80 quid each on the Bay of E with no headlights and with you know bits missing all over them really it's a broken toy it's not 80 quid (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is where Facebook Marketplace is probably a better... If somebody who's clearing out the kids' room... No, clearly oh, they're, you know, they're wise to it on Facebook Marketplace no, I as well. Like, okay. I'm just, as you were saying that, quoting different, I suddenly thought, we need... Adrian Norman is probably... We need Adrian on hand, don't we, as a kind of... Um, guru is the, the wrong word. The kind of the, What's the word for somebody... Do you remember when it was fantasy football and they had Stato and Stato knew everything? All this yes. other stuff for the when it's that font of all them. So Adrian can say he's got those all. And no, is that, no, is that that's a no. That's not a no. <laughs> no. It's a shame because no. he could be Adrian Gnome Man. <laughs> well, that's blown any chance of him coming on now. No, it's blown. <laughs> Adrian used to work at Skeletric, and he uh, has for years been uh, co-author or author in his own right of the updated Ultimate Skeletric's Guide. 
uh, and just was clear each one's proving the last one indeed wasn't the ultimate. But anyway, the um, the <laughs> he's now it's like the immortal Ayrton Senna. Well, just, yeah, the uh, he's now got a ten volume set of everything. I mean, it's just everything from and you know British, French, Spanish, Mexican, whatever. If Skeletric made it, boom, he's in there. So he would be able to quote. He would right at the top of the show when you were confusing your C numbers. He'd have been on that like a headmaster going, "No, Garton, you're wrong. It's such and such. <laughs> <laughs> Do extra, you know, extra whatever. I don't. I didn't go to a public school, so I don't know what they did extra." <laughs> Anyway, now that we're into sort of all of that, lad, we probably ought to stop. Giddy with excitement. Amazing. Yeah, this is, this is what right. Swindon does to people, isn't it? It's in a new venue. Well, I was going to say, so... we should just round up to say we are imminently going to the Swindon swap meet, possibly. Yes. Are you definitely yes. going? Definitely, definitely going. going. My taxi's booked. Um, as much as... <laughs> well, it's Lawrence's book, The Table. We are both going to take... Some of our of stuff. Of course, we are going yes. to be traders, <laughs> but not selling a thousand pounds worth of stuff. So it's of no interest to anyone. anyone listening. They're not. Yes. Yeah, they're not. They're selling all the alums. Nothing. I've that got bought about recently, uh, fifteen car bodies, which might be of interest uh-huh. to people, and yeah, maybe ten or twelve cars, if I can bear to part with some of them. Um, but it's all for a higher purpose, which is. Finishing off my four cars because now slot rally GB. I have to talk about it. I have to. It's genetic, I think. Um, four cars per rally maximum. That's fine. But the same four cars. If you're entering the championship, you have to use the same four cars at all events, which is actually quite good because it it limits the number of parts you have to buy quite significantly. Um, so three classes: classic, eighties and nineties, and modern. Um, I've decided not to run a modern car because looking at the results um, in recent years, in fact, over the last decade, you need to be running an NSR and NSR cars aren't rally cars. They might have a figure in them, but they're not rally cars. So um, yeah, it's uh, no, no point. Um, my Ninko also my Ninko Subaru is my best modern rally car, which is from 2005. So it's not that modern. And I was going to say the the definitions, the names of these classes probably need some revision, don't they? Because modern, I think, starts at twenty four years ago, so you know, not that modern. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And um, my Yaris hybrid, it's great, but it wouldn't compete with anything. I've I've now finished it off with Ninko running parts, so it will go quite nicely. But will it compete? Nah, nah. And also. I don't want to knock the rear wing off because it's huge and it's only stuck on with super glue. So, um, yeah, uh, I won't be running a modern. That's they, they can play with them if they want. Um, I've got two classics. Um, my, I found a chassis, a plastic chassis, cause it has to be plastic has to be in line. Mm-hmm. I've got a revo slot escort body and it turns out it fits perfectly on the scale electric Datsun 260 Z. Um, which is a terrible chassis in itself. But guess what? Uh, Mr. <laughs> Amato makes a 3D chassis, a wide 3D chassis for the 260Z, because he also sells wide arches for it, which actually fits perfectly to my Revoslot Escort body. So I should be running that. Um, I should be running in classic a 
Skedder should Porsche 911 3D to RSR to try and hoover up some points amongst the standard scale electric cars. And <laughs> you, you dreadful port hunter, you. I am. Yeah. Well, if you're making, <laughs> if 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 you've managed to explain to your wife that you need to, or you know, any any sane person that you need to travel around the countryside to race toy cars, um, you better go and have some, you know, have an aim in life, aim to come back with you know a framed. <laughs> photocopied piece of paper <laughs> that's well you know some sometimes you get little plastic cups and things so you know i have got a cup from where scale models slot rally i came mm-hmm. third in standard scale electric see this is so, I, I know my turf clearly so you've got form you've totally got form. out of my depth in terms of building competitive cars but in standard scale electric ah, mint well, I, I can't talk about Paul Hunter because no one will remember, if, although I do t- talk about it. When we did all the classes, I insisted there was a class for every manufacturer to try and encourage people. So there was a class for standard Carrera, standard yep. SCX. Standard. And I entered the Carrera and the GOM class. <laughs> uh, you won't be surprised to learn that I, I won those classes because <laughs> nobody else... Uh, took up the challenge, but I like to think that that was the beginning. You know, if that had been persevered with, there would be Carrera rally cars uh, running around now. But anyway, I digress, and we talk, and we're talking rallying again, so we better stop. So we're going yeah. to Swindon uh, yeah. on Sunday, and you're going to be the other side of the table. So yes. I think it's been a while. I think that's. I helped Alec out a couple of times, and uh, yeah. he allowed me a bit of space on the end of his third table. Um, but it's been a while since I've done any trading, and it's it's uh, it's good fun. Right. Well, I'm looking forward to. It. I mean, well, we may conduct it as something of an interview where you know I find out for the listener what it's like to be the other side of the table at a swap meet. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's, very, it's quite like standing behind a table. Generally, watching people <laughs> pour your no, your possessions. I, I was going to say, but I, I imagine is it. Is it like a, a little bit more specialised than a a, a boot, car boot sale, where you know you get the, the things you ch- you're wanting to sell are being ripped out of your hands as you get them out of the out of the car by eager professional traders looking for what value you've got. I can't honestly remember the sensation, so I will be able to describe it anew <laughs> and afresh, um, as if <laughs> live, live. I know. I I will be like Madonna. What aged and trading for the very anymore. first time? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that line with your ninkos next to mine. <laughs> Brilliant! We are Brilliant. turning into right. the engine bracket of slot cars, aren't we? <laughs> I'm not going to ask which is which. Right. <laughs> I just... <laughs> to see. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening. Uh, listen again soon because you'll hear all sorts of more rubbish that, and remember, don't take anything too seriously. So, I'll say goodbye for now. I'll say goodbye for now too. Bye then. Bye! <laughs>